0: Breaking news. The feds have investigated themselves and cleared themselves of any wrongdoing. The Kate Daly Show starts now.
1: The, the way we're going to win over the long term is not just militarily. We've got to give them a stake in creating
2: the kind of uh, a world order. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations when we are successful and we will be we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the
3: promise and vision of the UN's founders.
0: After 1989, President
2: Bush kept said, and it's a phrase that I often use myself, that we needed a new world order, and instead it looks like we got a lot of disorder.
0: And uh, since then, we established a liberal world order, and we're gonna, there's going to be a new world order out there. And we've got to lead it, and we've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it. We're in a
2: situation where we have put together, and you guys did did it for our administ- the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization
0: in the history of American politics.
1: Kate Daly Show, last hour, Thursday. Great guest tomorrow, too, by the way, and a guest in this hour. And um, I'll tell you what, that clip, did you see how uncomfortable... And I know he has a lot of comfort with the phrase, but spitting it out, Clinton, it was very odd phrasing, wasn't it? Oh, uh, yeah, this, this phrase that I, I say sometimes to myself, uh, yeah, that I repeat often. I mean, it was just very bizarre, right? But they're all telling you who they are. It's just a matter of do you believe them? That's really what it comes down to. I mean, I can roll tape. There's no conspiracy here. I mean... Very, very verbal on the uh, whole New World Order thing. Um, But it's very interesting how it's called a conspiracy. Uh, They're literally on tape telling you. I don't know how conspiratorial that could be. (laughs) So is there no greater proof than them admitting it? I'm not quite sure. Um, So our guest, uh, my guest uh, in this hour, Milti, is out today. And so we'll have him back on Monday. But uh, Pedro Orta is with me. He brings 18-year experience, uh, 18 years experience as CIA veteran, uh, to a memoir that he just uh, did that'll be out in about a month from now and it's called the broken whistle welcome to the show Pedro Orta
2: thank you Kate thank you, you so much for having me on tonight
1: you've thank you and um, so you served uh, some time in Iraq Afghanistan Middle East other war zone locations office of inspector general for the intelligence community um, and then also um, this expose that you've written uh, talks about the deep state, what you can talk about, and uh, bent on destroying dissent and preserving its power. I do agree with that because they are very, very powerful, more so than we realize ever ever since about Nixon, it seems like uh their power is just tenfold increased um, and then of course um, you this this book the broken whistle um, let 's go back to um to what happened in two thousand and seventeen then of course, people found out who you were in 2020. Let's kind of talk about your journey with the CIA and then what you, you know, how you joined, why. And then of course, then the coming out of, of what happened to you uh, working for the CIA. So initially let's go back to that. What made you join? What, what got you into this? And then of course, what was, what were those 18 years like?
2: In in simple terms, I've, I've always enjoyed international relations foreign Uh politics uh, security issues, defense, intelligence, and I studied political science. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had an opportunity to um, work for the CIA, and I immediately took the opportunity. And I went in as just any normal patriotic American willing to serve and do what is right for their country. Mm-hmm. And as I began to work in the CIA, I started as an analyst, eventually got out into the war zone,
0: mm-hmm.
2: doing. Um, a lot of interagency work, getting involved in some operational work. Uh, eventually, I got my operations certification. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did operational work, counterterrorism work. Uh, Iraq, Afghanistan. Spent a year in Afghanistan doing counterintelligence. Uh, I, I, I did kind of the full gamut of everything you can possibly do mm-hmm. within analysis, uh, operations. mm mm-hmm. Uh, and so forth. And I found out ultimately that it's just basically a bureaucracy, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's all about protecting the bureaucracy first and foremost, more so than actually U.S. national security. Uh, In in the process of doing this kind of work, it all culminated with uh, my deployment to Afghanistan in 2014 to serve as a deputy chief of base in a war zone. Our number one priority was to keep our personnel safe. Sure. And obviously, we had certain mission demands. Well, it turns out that I was working for a uh, a very nice lady, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but the lady was definitely in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. She she basically couldn't handle the the rigors of the war zone location, the dirt, the grind, mm-hmm. uh, the separation from family, and. One thing led to another. Uh, Personnel were harassed because they were marginalized. Uh, At the same time, our lives were being put in danger because we were going out for yoga classes, uh, (laughs) for food. Uh, Basically, this was coast all over again. Coast was the bombing in 2009 where seven CIA officers, including the chief of base, were killed by a suicide bomber through Mm -hmm. faulty decision-making by, again, another woman in charge of the base who was not qualified to be there. Right Now, I want to make very clear that I am not against women and being positions of authority, and I work with plenty of qualified women
0: Mm -hmm.
2: in war zones, in war zone positions, and in other facets of CIA operations where where magnificent women that I actually call out and praise in my book. Mm -hmm. But I had to speak up about what happened in that base. And basically they sure. sent me back home and it was just a, um, an avalanche of reprisals against me for dare, daring to speak up and doing the right thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And sure. everything was lined up to protect her at all costs, Yeah, cover it up, and ultimately it lands me in the office of Inspector General for the Intelligence Community.
0: Mm.
2: And as I'm working in that office, I end up working on a team that we evaluate whistleblower protections in the intelligence community. And as I write the book, we find out basically that although we've got lots of paper saying that there are whistleblower protections, we really don't have whistleblower protections. Right. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, patriotism, you know, serving your country to a degree doesn't matter because the bureaucracy is more important. And protecting the bureaucracy becomes basically what it takes to succeed in any of these government organizations. Uh, for me to have succeeded in the CIA, I would have had to basically been a yes man mm-hmm. who would cover up any violations of law. Right. Uh, anything that goes against The political agenda, like, for example, diversity, inclusion, equity, Mm -hmm. and so forth, yeah, Uh, and and all these things.
1: Yeah. She sounds like an inclusion hire, and um, I personally, even as a woman, would say this, that I don't think women are cut out for those types of of jobs generally. I think our skill sets actually probably work against us in those types of situations, so I can see how they would rally around an inclusion hire if that was the case. And I could see that you would get on a list for um, trying to showcase the fact that maybe somebody wasn't right for the job, wasn't good at that particular job. Because our skill set, I don't think, works in our favor in this sort of genre. I really don't. And that's, that's coming from a woman. So I actually agree that if somebody isn't capable or is putting people in harm's way, then they need to be outed. And it doesn't matter whether they're a woman or a man. They need to be outed, right? It's correct. Yeah.
2: at the same time, we, we get into organizational management, mm-hmm. cultures, sure. and so forth. Mm-hmm. And through the years, I saw how the culture changed. Mm-hmm. When I was in Iraq in 2004 to 2006, yeah. we had a man in a base who couldn't handle the indirect fire. And they basically moved him to another position where he could perform, do his job, Mm -hmm. and lead effectively. Mm -hmm. Uh, But fast forward 10 years later, now they had a woman who could not handle the indirect fire, and they keep her there. Uh, and send me home. Yeah. Go figure.
1: Right. Because you're outing the fact that uh, this was probably an inclusion hire. And, um, and those are some of the, some of the worst ones. So, and they do you, it works against you. So when, when you finally started whistleblowing and then in 2020, people kind of learned who you were has it been difficult? Because I'm always under the impression that once CIA, always CIA. So it's very, very difficult to speak out against the CIA because it's very hard to state anything because they have, I think, total control. And, I, and when I say CIA, it's part of the intelligence apparatus. The entire intelligence apparatus has in control in this country. Do you feel that way? That they have control? Um, I mean,
2: th- there are... The National Security Bureaucracy, mm-hmm. the National Security state mm-hmm. unfortunately has grown in significant power influence after 911. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about billions, trillions of dollars have gone into this incredible institution through private contracting, uh, technology, so government
1: forth. agencies like Homeland Security that developed right after. Like that,
2: there, there's yeah. Homeland Security. There's the Director of National Intelligence. Mm-hmm. There's the expansion of the, the CIA grew exponentially, but not, not just CIA, but you know, you're talking about the National Security Agency, yes, the National Geospatial Agency, and there are there are, I believe, seventeen intelligence community members under the Director of National Intelligence. I mean, you've got intelligence operations in the Army, mm-hmm. in the Department of Defense. Right. You even have the Department of Energy. There may be elements in the Department of Commerce and so forth. It, yes, it has grown significantly.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I can read you a quote here.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Tom Devine, a legal expert on whistleblower matters, testified in Congress on December 9, 2014, stating... The government is being transformed from the rule of law to a national security spoils system. This was in reference to demands of exemption from laws governing certain government operations claiming to do so Mm -hmm. to guard U.S. national security, but in reality to shield state secrets
1: lawfully. We're going to come right back on that note a little bit more with Pedro Orda. Be right back. The Broken Whistle is the book that comes out next month. Be right back. Tomorrow there are announcements being made about, you know, digital rubles and all kinds of things coming from Bricks. You guys text 989898. 98 98. Um text that number to Birch Gold and put in the name Kate. They'll give you some information on what to do with your retirement, like what to do with your money, what, what maybe some things that you haven't thought of, how to get $10,000 worth of free precious metals, what you can do to um Trust that your money will be as safe as it can possibly be because there are decisions you can make right now. There are things you can do right now while you still have the options. This week's a big week for a lot of announcements. Please, by all means, text 989898 and text the word Kate. So the phone number is 989898, six digits, but use the word Kate. Text this and get some, just get some advice, get some help, okay? This is who Ron Paul loves. I love him too. Please get some help, okay? I care. I really care about what happens with people. This is who I trust. So giving, giving you this, a company that I do business with. It.
0: This is the Kate Daly Show. Mm-hmm.
1: interesting day. Um, so I have Pedro Orta with me, and uh, he was with the CIA for 18 years. He's speaking out about the CIA. And make sure that you go to Birch Gold 98 98 98 and text my name, Kate. New information out. Um, you can even go to Birch Gold and, and find out some things they were talking about with Davos. Are they going to use your money, your IRAs and your retirement to bail themselves out? I can, I'm, I'm pretty sure you can answer that question for yourself. <laughs> um, make sure it, whatever you have is backed by gold and you can do it. It for free. It's not going to cost you anything. Do it. My gosh. What are you waiting for? Text ninety eight ninety eight ninety eight and text my name, Kate. Pedro, are you with us? I am here. Excellent. Kate. Okay. We had some interference on the break. So if the NSA is listening, hi guys. Uh, maybe you'll learn something, hang out for a while. Um, so it happens a lot on the show. And let me say this. The book is The Broken Whistle. It's about to come out in a month and Pedro is speaking out. And of course my, my big question for you really is what do you want to disclose about what they're doing and because obviously uh, as a whistleblower you're here to talk about what what do you want people to understand about the power of the CIA and about what they're doing behind the scenes Pedro Orta?
2: Well the the, the main thing I want to do in this book which I have done is we need to be credible mm-hmm. we need to be make sure that we Cite our sources. Yes, that we that we try to avoid all the conspiratorial nonsense. Mm-hmm. So I keep mine very specific to the broken whistle. the The element of intelligence community whistleblowing is broken, and I let the reader know through a lot of showing how this process is broken, as far as what I witnessed myself. What I witnessed was a bureaucracy hell-bent on covering up and protecting itself from anyone who would dare expose them from any violations of law, mm-hmm. uh, any embarrassment, mm. a- a- as I witnessed in the war zone what I went through. And I also talk about, write about, other whistleblowers who came forward against the CIA and, and their their journey of reprisals, Mm -hmm. the book stays on point, highlighting that although you have a lot of rhetoric out there saying that intelligence community whistleblowing works, Mm -hmm. in reality, it does not work. And here's why it doesn't work. If you dare to speak up, you're going to be retaliated against. And the IGs, Inspector Generals, are not there to help you. They're there to cover up these agencies. Uh, other offices, other elements within the intelligence community are also not going to necessarily help you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't even count on Congress to step up and help you. Yeah. But so then you have this anomaly, the Ukraine whistleblower, the telephone call, the allegations that Trump made, some violations of law in that conversation with Zelensky.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And an intelligence community whistleblower made some disclosures. But the reality is that if you look at the letter of the law, those were not intelligence community disclosures. They did not according to the Department of Justice Office of Legal Counsel. They said that it was outside the scope of the DNI's authorities, or for that matter, anything related to intelligence funding. So he was not an intelligence community whistleblower, but despite the fact he received status, attention, protection, uh, Congress jumped on it to help them,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, political pundits, same thing, but the real whistleblowers who have come forward in one capacity or another, whether known or unknown, uh, never really receive help. The bureaucracy basically seeks to destroy you if you speak out. And sadly, the, uh, the, the, problem has not been fixed. And I don't see this problem being fixed anytime soon, and I'm hoping that by writing this book that people in Congress and leaders who have the power and the influence to do so can fix these mechanisms, Uh, or else you could see more 9-11s or more catastrophic intelligence failures. that are cited in the book, like there was one particular case of another whistleblower by the name of John Reedy. Mm -hmm. Uh, According to multiple press reports, uh, he spoke up, and in his case, it was something so serious that eventually it cost possibly dozens of lives. Mm -hmm. But instead of fixing the problem, they took reprisals against him, and uh, 10 years later plus, he's still involved in litigation trying to uh, resolve his case.
1: Wow. Do you want to That's come back with at. me? Do you want to come back with me for a few minutes after this break? Yes. Okay. Yes. Be right back more with Pedro Orda the broken whistle brokenwhistlebook.com. Be right back.
0: There you go.
1: I like Balance of Nature's fruits and veggies supplements. Changing the world one life at a time.
3: I've just been doing great. And I, I just feel like it's uh, a definite advantage to take them. But let me just say one other thing. I mentioned to my doctor that I was taking Balance of Nature. And they said they were uh, very positive about that. And uh, they said that's really good. That's uh, a good product. And uh, so I've been very pleased.
1: Step into the new year with a new you. Start your journey to better health by calling 1 one 800 246 or by going to balanceofnature.com and signing up as a new preferred customer to get 35% off your first order plus a free fiber and spice supplement with free shipping and our money back guarantee. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this exclusive holiday offer by using discount code Kate.
0: This is the Kate Daly Show.
1: Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Get over to uh, balance of nature. Get healthy. It's time to get healthy. It is one thing you have control over is your health. Might as well utilize that option, right? It's a money-back guarantee. Uh, in about 10 days, you'll feel the difference. Balanceofnature.com. 31 fruits and vegetables a day. And I know you're not going to eat that. <laughs> so um, That's like a truckload. So I know you're not going to eat that. So please, please, Balance of Nature. You, you must be taking a food supplement and... Uh, no matter what one you choose, I, I would heavily look at Balance of Nature, okay? Balanceofnature.com. Kate is the promo code. Gives you 35% off and free shipping. Also, activatefiq.com. Activatefiq.com. That's where I get wholly copper. Uh, magnesium. And I take those and um, doing great. So just telling you, it matters where you get your supplements from. There's only a few companies I trust. Activate FIQ is one of them. All right. Pedro Orta is with me for a few more minutes. And my question for you, uh, Pedro, the book is Broken, The Broken Whistle. It's Broken Whistle Book. Dot .com, brokenwhistlebook.com. You can also get it on Amazon uh, starting in February and uh, February 19th and then uh, President's Day. And also, were you shocked at the job? I mean, I know that you were intrigued by the position you got in. Was the job shocking to you at the CIA? Were you sort of like, wow, I didn't realize I was getting myself into this? Or you generally liked what you were doing? How? how what was your thought and feeling about the job itself since it's so clandestine? We don't really know a Whole lot about what people do.
0: I
2: mean, I mean, one way to see it is looking at a coin. It's got two sides. Uh-huh. On one side of the coin, mm-hmm. when we were allowed to do our work, mm-hmm. it was like, wow, this is amazing. I mean, we're having impact, we're changing nations for the good. We actually did. Uh, in, 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 in many ways, I was working in one country, and which in the book I call Carmenia, because I had to give it a fictitious name, mm-hmm. where we were doing basically some significant work improving the security of the country. So Mm
0: -hmm.
2: when we were allowed to do our work, it was like, wow, yeah, wonderful, great. But then on the other side of the equation, the other side of the coin, Mm -hmm. uh, the the shocking thing, the wowing thing was like, when the bureaucracy goes rogue, when you have some really serious toxic management, uh, operations could go to a grinding halt. Mm -hmm. Nothing happens or lives are put at risk. And at times, people's lives are lost over just nonsense. Uh, and so there's the, the, the two sides, again. Uh. Wow, yeah, this is great, but at the same time, I was like, my goodness, what did I get myself into? It's like, what were, are we doing here
1: were you so, were you told um as you were working that when you were part of the real club up the ladder that then you would finally kind of understand some of the things you were doing that um, that there was always that carrot out that once you once you got to a certain place within the organization, then you would fully understand the whole picture
2: I mean uh, my very beginning entrance on duty. I remember one officer said, you will have many opportunities in your career to make a decision that's going to help your career to move up the ladder Mm -hmm. or to make a decision that's going to be for the good of the country. And he was right. Uh, As I worked moving up the ladder, shall we say, Mm -hmm. I, I found that, you know, it became tougher to move up the ladder if you did not make decisions and do things that would help the organization first and foremost, Mm -hmm. sometimes above national security. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and the people that succeed at the CIA as far as moving up the ladder, becoming senior executives, Mm -hmm. tended to be very conservative from a perspective of not taking risks, not being willing to be at the tipping end of the spear and Mm -hmm. trying to be very creative to get things done.
0: Mm.
2: Uh, If you were basically just doing your job without ruffling any feathers, getting anybody upset, not asking the tough questions, you had a better chance of succeeding. If not, mm -hmm. you had a chance of basically stepping on toes, Mm -hmm. making somebody angry, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and potentially just being passed for promotion and eventually being forced out, or you basically retire in place.
1: Did you ever question whether or not it's ethical to have a CIA?
2: Uh, I saw a lot of good, and when they stay within the realm of doing good, I can tell you that we, we had impact in helping the security of the United States and other countries. But then on the other end, you go back to the 60s, the 70s, and a lot of things came out of the church committee where, yes, we had a rogue CIA doing a lot of things they shouldn't have been doing. The reality is that post-church committee, 1975, Uh, Some mechanisms of accountability were started. Uh, The House Permanent Select Committee of Intelligence and the Senate Select Committee of Intelligence. If the SSCI and the HIPC are doing their job, they can rein in the CIA and keep the CIA focused on what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, But unfortunately, we have had basically a degradation of uh, oversight yeah. And consequently, that has had a negative impact.
1: Do you feel the on, CIA runs the White House?
2: The the, the power of the CIA d- does not necessarily run the White House, mm-hmm. but they have so much power that it, the, the, the president may not always know everything that the CIA is doing or the intelligence community is doing. Technically, they're supposed to know everything. But do they The reality is they don't. Uh, I've seen examples of basically the intelligence community not being truthful to Congress, letting them know all the details.
0: Mm.
2: Uh, That's another issue, and that's another problem. But it's not just the CIA. That goes on with FBI, Department of Homeland Security, any government department. Mm -hmm. Uh, The government has gotten too big, and that's really the root cause. The size of the government has become so big that it's almost unmanageable. And it's it goes back to the division of power, executive, legislature, judiciary. It really, congressional oversight has been lacking.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You have a lot of congressional theater, uh, political theater, showmanship, grandstanding. You have a lot of hearings, but no action. biggest right. example is they just reauthorized the, uh, the FISA powers for the intelligence community mm-hmm. to be able to do signals intelligence, knowing very well that they abused those powers to target political opponents. Uh, but yet Congress continues to allow the executive branch right. to basically over-exert their powers without reining those powers in.
1: Once inside the organization, did people that you work with um, in the CIA start to question the role of the CIA? Were there people inside that were questioning as much as you were?
2: Uh, There there are people that really question just the power of the bureaucracy and the the willingness of the bureaucracy to become more important than the mission. Hmm where the organization becomes more important than really the mission of the organization. Right. Uh, so, yes.
1: Mm-hmm. I would imagine. I would imagine that um, some people might go in with a totally different idea of what they might be doing, too. The, the book is BrokenWhistleBook.com. The Broken Whistle comes out in a month. And um talking about in more detail what we what we addressed today. So I'll be very interested. And I haven't read it yet, so I'll be very interested in in uh picking this book up and I really appreciate you, Pedro, for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. You bet. pleasure. You bet. Thank you. Um and of course, uh thank you, Pedro. We'll also uh, take your calls and um when I come back, of course. Um and I know you probably have a lot to comment on what we've what we've addressed today on the show because there's been a lot of things said, so um, whether it's Dizzy's X, <laughs> Dizzy's X, or as the as the Who guy says, Dizz's, um, or it is uh, Trump, or it is um, what it, whatever the topic, or this, the CIA, very intriguing topic, um, the CIA, and I might even play a clip from uh, John Stockwell as well. Uh, be right back. He was CIA too. Be right back. Kate Dally Show. Hey guys, go to the website... Look for FIQ Copper. The Recuperate Copper product is amazing. I've been taking it, and I've got blood tests to prove how well I'm doing since I've been taking it. Also, uh, I take the magnesium with it. That's very important, too. So I also take their magnesium. I ordered their whole C, which I absolutely love, and their cod liver oil. If you need thyroid help, that's a wonderful place to start with thyroid, naturally. So they have so many wonderful products. But you have to click on the FIQ ad at the bottom of Kate Daly Radio. And I hope you do so because you're going to get terrific prices on these products. And I believe in the delivery system of these products, they are amazing. FIQ is off the hook amazing. Try it out.
0: This is the Kate Daly Show.
1: You know I'm going to take your calls. (laughs) Um, Pedro Orta, uh, The Broken Whistle. Yeah, the book was vetted. I asked him. Um, It always is when you're working for the CIA. Lots of secrets in the CIA. Why do they have to have so many secrets? (laughs) Um, But yes, they do vet the books um, and clear the books. Of course, I'm sure they redact. Um, And um, then they allow you to publish. Um, So there's that. Today is the day for the natural asset company, the NAC, the selling out of our country piece by piece. I doubt any of your representation, whether it be in Congress or the Senate, has spoken a word about it. Very silent on the matter from these patriots, right, in office. That's because D.C. is a vat of disgusting hooligans who thwart this country at every turn and give you a lot of lines about how much they love it. Here's a question for you. We, we get people into office that are, have military backgrounds an awful lot in this country. When has that ever served us in the restoral of Liberty ever? A lot of military backgrounds are pushed on you. So why hasn't it ever worked as a result of something decent and good coming from the restoral of liberty. So many people want to use the military to get into office and yet they just always vote for the NSA. They always, I mean, you, you don't hear a peep from them on any kind of really important matter. I just always find that a little interesting to tell you the truth. A little interesting. I feel like um, they use it a lot. I had a Congressman that used it at every turn. He was horrific. Horrific. 10 years of horrific, 10 years of voting NSA spying. Um, So there's that. And no one's speaking up about the NAC's natural asset companies ever. You're not going to hear anybody do it because it actually hurts our country. And so they won't speak up to let any of you know that today's the deadline for that, that we have a two week. um, It's kind of like the two weeks after public comment rebuttal period. And then, of course, our country goes to the highest bidder if it goes through the SEC. The SEC is going to put in natural asset companies. Our public lands will be sold to the highest foreign country bidder. And managed and managed for us to be able to not do anything to them here is a John Stockwell he was with the CIA here is a quote from John Stockwell talking about team a team B here you go
3: in terms of their interests, that's the A team but they always have the B team that they can run out a Jimmy Carter when uh, Richard Nixon makes the nation too angry or the nation gets too riled at the Vietnam War or something like that this is where they produced Michael
1: Dukakis He's a team player to the establishment. Uh, in order to be accepted as a presidential candidate, he did homage to the to the arms race, <laughs> and that goes for. So this he was speaking out actually in the eighties. I think he's still alive to this day, John Stockwell. Um, but he also talked about the club, and he was always held out a carrot that once you, you would understand what you were doing, even if you what you were doing was wrong, you would find out the whole picture, and then you would know it was right once you climbed the ladder of the CIA, and then he as he kept um, going up the ladder. Then he realized that, oh, wow, there was never really an explanation. It was just doing wrong things. It was just horrible atrocities and never really figured out why he was doing what he was doing. So he was speaking out to whatever degree he can. So it's heavily vetted, heavily monitored. Um, once CIA, usually always CIA, but, um, and I still believe that to this day, but it was interesting team A, team B. Once Nixon makes the country too too angry, What they don't tell you is that the CIA took over in Nixon's presidency and that it was payback to Nixon to humiliate him on something that was absolutely stupid because they had been spying and doing all these things before, but they wanted it to look like a big deal, Watergate, and they made it into a big deal and they wanted to humiliate him. Part of that reason was because he took Alger uh, Hiss to task and it was part of a way to get back at him and then also... Um, the Team A, Team B thing—you'll see that through history. They put Team A, then Team B, because they control both teams, Democrat and Republican. That's why we get both sides in office um, doing the same agendas because they control both sides. So once they once they start to see the nation get a little restless, then they put back their other team, and it's all controlled. That's the point of that clip. It's all controlled. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
3: Yes it's absolutely all control uh, Nixon was a communist. he outright carried out more communism than just about anybody Wage and price control is communism the EPA all his unconstitutional mm-hmm. actions and so forth and the advancement of red China uh, but anyway I, I, I want to talk about uh, your guess you've only got about uh, I, a minute let, so hurt, to talk make about it fast the Chevron and mm-hmm. i would like to talk about Trump you got to make it really uh, fast
1: caller because I only have about a minute go right ahead uh,
3: he was uh, using a uh, fade, uh, fade what's the term I can't even think of it uh, pretend criticism weak criticism of the CIA oh there's some cover-up it's basically a uh, protective bu- uh, bureau he's not talking about you know it sounds like it's so benign he's not talking about the murders the instigation and facilitation of wars where hundreds of thousands are killed illegal wars the contracting of torturing the uh, many around mm-hmm. the world, uh, you know they uh, also they spying on us. They mm-hmm. have no authority to be uh, doing anything domestically, but they're they control right. public, publishing houses in America and so I'm forth. with you. i with question, you. Two questions I have for him. One is where is the constitutional authority for the uh, the CIA there is even none. existing? There is none. Intelligence should be under the military. And the second one, he took an oath to God to abide by the Constitution, and yet they're facilitating wars that are illegal. There's yes. no decoration.
1: No, amen to that. And that's why I asked him the question: um, Should the CIA exist? Because most people in the CIA think it should, <laughs> but of course, of course. But as an American, I think that there. I mean, if you really look at the Constitution, if you look at what we're all about, it should never exist there should never be a group with cia and what have they actually done in foreign and i don't know if people were catching that but it was we're improving security in other nations when i know it's regime change in other nations i mean what gives us the right to regime change Now, you could say, well, Kate, that sounds very Democrat. There's a lot of Democrats that speak out about that. Um, Republicans should be speaking out about that, too. We should not want regime change. (laughs) So um, and to conduct those types of things. But lots of things are done like that. And it's not it's not OK. High caller, you've only got 30 seconds.
3: Yeah, you have no idea what you're uh, dipping into with the CIA right here in the middle of it in Utah.
1: Yeah, that's so true You're I all I, yeah, yeah. People. I agree I agree listen we're going to run short on time because we have to go to the end of the show right now but I, I really love I love the callers thank you so much um, look we've got a lot wrong with this country that we've got to fix but first it's going to be um, where we figure out the truth about what's going on lots of good feedback yesterday from my history lesson on Infowars but and I'll give that I'll give that on this show too um, so we have it on this show as well but just so much out there that we need to correct, but we have to be able to see what we're dealing with. And that's one of the hardest things is get us to see it. Okay. The CIA has no role that's constitutional at all. Okay. We should be seeking to abolish the CIA. And when you do that, you get, you get off, look at Kennedy. That was one of the things he wanted to abolish one of them. Um, and they do, they set that into motion and big clear warning be faithful be fearless and of course see you back here tomorrow i have a remote remote viewer coming on tomorrow that's gonna be very very interesting so i'll see you back here tomorrow